I should like label these and have them be like desktop server drinks. <laughs> hey, what's up everyone? This is Jason Tucker and this is WP Water Cooler episode number 336. Today's topic is what's on your WordPress tool belt. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Let's start with Say Reed. Say, tell us about yourself. Step peeps. My name's Say Reed. Oh, now I feel like I should wrap that, but I'm not going to. Um, my name's Say Reed, and I'm here. I guess I am here to say. No, kidding. Uh, who am I? I'm Say Reed, and I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. And I am one of the co organizers for the Kick Ass WordCamp Long Beach happening October 5th and 6th here in beautiful, sunny Long Beach. Come on down. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm going to be there. I'm excited about it. I know fun. you're a volunteer. I'm super excited. We're going to put you to work. Make you, make you work. How about you, Glenn? Tell us about yourself. Uh, Glenn Ingram. I own Web Search Pros over on Huntington Beach. We do web design, optimization. And with web design, we specialize in ADA websites or website accessibility. And I'm not going to sing or rap, and you can thank me later. <laughs> right now. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Cosper, I expect you to rap, so what do you got? <laughs> I, I ain't rapping. Hey, yeah. right, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Jason yeah. Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg, a.k.a. The Bigger Lebowski, here to talk WordPress and woo commerce. Woo, woo, woo. With their t-shirt. Oh, man, that's great. Woo, woo, woo. I like I've never thought to howl WooCommerce before. That's fun. Hey, also, uh, Jason, I know it's your turn next, but I just want to ask Glenn real quick. Web design or web development? Development. You know, okay. the average person says design, they, has, they understand a little bit more. Design development, whatever they need. That's so SEO of you. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Talk Jason. to the people in their language. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. Um, I do this show as well, another show called WP Blab, where we talk about marketing, social media, uh, all sorts of marketing type stuff. So uh, feel free to go take a look at that at wpwarco.com slash WPBlab. And also, this episode is brought to you by Desktop Server, makers of ServerPress. ServerPress makers as desktop server. I always get that backwards. Go over to their website over at serverpress.com where you can learn how you could uh, uh, do three local uh, WordPress development sites on your local computer there. And then also you can make it so that uh, if you want to, you can go push that out to um, you know to your web host. So feel free to go take a look at that over at serverpress.com. WP Site Sync, that's their plug. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, WP Site Sync. And that that's that's an awesome way of being able to grab, you know, grab that local site and push it out and also kind of move those things around as needed. They got power. <laughs> so today's topic, we we wanted to we wanted to talk about like things that we're using, but also like one in particular, which was um uh, software called Toolbelt. Um, which is a, a WordPress plugin, and I wanted to kind of uh, discuss that a little bit. Um, Toolbelt, from what I've been reading, and I haven't actually used it yet, but um, I've been kind of seeing it uh, mentioned on a different, a bunch of different sites and blogs. And Cosper found a whole bunch of different places that was mentioned as well. Um, it's it's essentially an alternative to Jetpack, and it gives you a lot of the uh, the, the standard features that you know. Um, that you would get from Jetpack, uh, you know, things like breadcrumbs and cookie banners and displaying comment URLs and, or sorry, disable comment URLs, like all these different things minus 
the 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 part where you're actually getting any of your uh, analytics. Is any it any of the analytics data? It looks to me like it's and correct me if I'm wrong. It's not so much an alternative to Jetpack. It's just more modeled off of Jetpack, where it's like a plugin of plugins, like where yep. it's like. It's like, because that's like the Jetpack model is like, here's one plugin that does the job of 10 plugins. And this one's one that does the job of, I didn't count the list, a bunch. But it has, but they don't seem to be the same. Like, it doesn't seem to be right. like. There's no one to one. To, to yeah. Jetpack. It seems like it does other stuff that mm-hmm. Jetpack doesn't have going on. Like, I don't, does Jetpack do breadcrumbs? Was that a thing I've missed? Like, what? That's in Yoast. I don't think Jetpack yeah. does breadcrumbs. Anyway, maybe they um, do. They add stuff all the time, and you know, I'm just not like on the full jetpack drip all the time. Occasional jetpack drip. Yeah, I I, I like to call uh, plugins like Jetpack and and now uh, tool belt uh, kitchen sink plugins because they include everything but the kitchen sink. Except for um, that podcast, so like and, you know, and, and yes, they do breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, they do they do breadcrumbs as well. Who's never had me on their show? <laughs> I, I do think that um, one of the cool things about um, Toolbelt is that I had to, the pause there was because I almost called it Toolbox, like Jason was calling it in the pre-show a bunch. Um, but uh, Toolbelt, um, like, okay, so they, they have a uh, social sharing component, as a lot of these sort of plugins do. Uh, however, they're not loading, uh, if you go and look and drill down on that, they're not loading any of the third-party JavaScript, so the, the Facebook, the Twitter, um, oh, et cetera, JavaScript. So you're not leaking that information over to uh, Facebook or, or Twitter or anything like that. So you're not going to get any sort of, uh, you know, fancy share counts, which are kind of going out the window anyway. I mean, um, were they ever cool? No. No. I mean, they, I mean this, feel bad because they're like, I've got two shares and two likes. And it's like, womp, womp. And some of those plugins even let you fake those out. So it was like, if you hit a minimum, it needs to be at least 300. And you're like, oh, 301. Ta-da! Let's start at 300. That's weak. Yeah. Yeah, um, so they, they, don't even, they don't even mess with that at all and, and actually don't load it up. I mean, I, I never even use sharing buttons to begin with. But, uh, you know, when you run into a client who is insistent that they want people to be able to, uh, to share their, uh, their stuff on, on Twitter or Facebook, it's, it's, it's an option. So, so mobile, and you can just share from your browser window, like from your phone or whatever. You don't have to actually hit the button. But on desktop, there's not, you know, people don't have their bookmarklets or whatever the hell, you know, set up for the most part. So it is helpful for, especially if your clientele is more, or the business's clientele is more desktop focused. But I wanted to just say, so I just did this uh, talk last week where I did kind of a roundup, and I'm always looking for this roundup. I do it. <clears throat> It's like for business site plugins. And so every year I do this like bout of research for social share plugins to see which ones have died and which ones have like imploded and which ones have been malware and because it's always something with the social share plugins. And um, it's so like, there's always a new one and there's always some leaving. And it's like the work, like it's one of the most like basic things you would think you'd be able to get. And I always end up recommending Jetpack because it's just basic, like, and it's there and you can just turn it on and put your stuff in and like, you don't have to like, 
decide on what length of box you want and like how many things you have and like the add to any plugin is like the best solution for that but it's got so much stuff like half of those social networks like don't even exist anymore i don't even know what they're thinking i'm like orkut is that still a still thing people still so, use it i don't know so are there more form plugins or social sharing plugins um, well, the form plugins are at least, I think, a have a little more longevity, like, you know, like contact form seven may not be the greatest. Well, it's not, it's not the greatest plugin that's ever, but ever, but it's been around for like, I don't know, a decade and a half, like most of the time I've known about WordPress. So, um, does, does that toolbox do forms too? No. Oh, well, I, you got me all excited. I was like, form. WordPress, <laughs> <laughs> turn what? it on. I'm downloading it. Oh my God. I mean, that is something that Jetpack does is the the forms, you know, the light forms light. Yeah. So that is nice because you don't have to have another one logged in. But well, there's like heading anchors. So like each each heading gets its own anchor that you can oh, drop oh, down to jump down anchor tag. Yeah, that's very handy. That's not in Jetpack either. Mm -mm. No, uh, I like By the way or Orchid still works. <laughs> <laughs> you went and tested it. It's still allowed. Did it's you like, just did you just log into your Orchid account, Jason? No, I'm scared to do that. <laughs> It'd be right. like it's like logging into LiveJournal or something. I, I don't I don't want anybody to know that that still exists and, and all of that. <laughs> so the, the, friend from 2003. <laughs> Toolbelt has a related posts uh, functionality though, and something that I think is interesting. Um, again, if you drill down on the plugin page, uh, they say that their related posts function uh, effectively just grabs stuff from the same category, stores that information in a transient, so it's not hitting the database every time. So uh, it's, hmm. it is it is a fairly efficient way uh, compared to how Jetpack uh, does related posts, which it sucks up all of the posts on your site, um, <clears throat> as far as I'm aware, um, puts those through uh, its own Elasticsearch instance, and then uh, using Elasticsearch like finds actual like decent good related posts. Uh, it does a great job, uh, but a lot of the lifting is on somebody else's server, and wow. you're dependent on that. Uh, this is something that if you want to keep it local, if you you don't want to go out to to yeah. another <laughs> server, you know. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's very uh, it's very farm to table, say. <laughs> yeah, a farm to table plugin. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> well, back to your comment about forms. Doesn't everybody use Gravity? I mean, uh, for people, yeah, I do. Yeah, but like, if you don't need an actual like intake form, or if you're not actually using that, or, or a business isn't using that for um generation like business lead generation or anything specific then they don't need that if it's like a basic contact form or if it's just like an interest form they really don't i generally use um ninja forms light for that as like just a, a basic it just works doesn't have i i would use wp forms but uh oh my god with all the freaking dashboard pop-ups with everything that that company makes like i can't i'm like you need to stop I've just always used Gravity, and there, it seemed like they're a little bit ahead of the game with, with accessibility. And then I don't know if you guys were at um, WordCamp Orange County, that lady from Wisconsin that came in and put on the um, presentation about um, conditional logic and, and um, gravity forms was awesome, I thought. 
I mean, conditional logic is like my favorite thing. Like yeah. form that doesn't have all the things that like makes the form as you go. Like it's literally like the coolest, like that's it's user friendly. It's helpful for the data that you're getting. Like everything about conditional logic is cool. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, also, more, also especially logic. when you're, especially when you're someone who wants to like, you have people like in my organization where I work at, you have people that want to use Google Forms as their form, you know, the, the form to actually fill out and the, get it into a Google <laughs> Sheet. Yeah, and get it into Google, in, into ultimately get into Google Sheets. And you can do that. You know, there's like, there's different uh, add-ons for uh, Gravity Forms if you wanted to kind of get that tied in. There's one from Code Canyon that I've used uh, quite a few times called uh, Gravity Forms Spreadsheet Add-on. And it just connects those two dots and just all the stuff flows into Google Sheets and we're all good. Code so, Canyon, huh? That's well, what I was saying. Code Canyon. You're a brave, brave man. <laughs> Although uh, I just saw um, the Jason and I commented on the same Facebook post somewhere. I don't know where it was on some group on something um, about a booking plugin, and I have used and used for my own site and for have recommended for client sites for a long time. Bookly, which is through Code Canyon, also through their own website, but is also on Code Canyon. Um, which has been pretty great, like in terms of what it's offered. But now there's this new plugin that Rochelle Wise just uh, mentioned on there called Amelia, which is oh, like yeah. bookly, but like slicker. Yeah. <laughs> and like really is like it has like, you know, has better pop ups and whatever. So it looks a little more like 2019 versus like 2018 or 2017, which is like, you know, slightly different. Um, but that's the only thing I've ever really consistently used Code Canyon for, just for the record. Well, it's interesting you say that. I use Gravity a lot for um, an insurance niche that we do a lot of work in. And it seems like my agents that are 50 and above, if I send them to PayPal, about half the time they struggle signing in or remember what their password is for PayPal. But if I can use the Gravity forms with um, Stripe, they put their credit card right there in the form, they're done in five minutes and away we go. Yeah. And for them, Calendly seems to work a little bit better because it is older and it is simple. So I use Calendly for automatic bookings all the time. People do like the Calendly. I feel like, you know, the user base, and this is something that I think is a big problem, like a bigger problem than this conversation, but the dev world is so, so much further along than the user world. Like they're just, everyone's like, hey, have you used Google Forms? Like, when, <laughs> like this year, and it's like, yeah, you just found those, huh? Those are good for you? <laughs> like, I I have to constantly remind a friend of mine who uh, works in DevOps um, that um, when he complains about a product and the way it works, uh, that he is not using the product normally in the way that it's intended. He's not an end user. He's a power user. But but most of the people on the web are end users. And, yeah. Judgmental um, user is what he is. <laughs> but, so like the, the scenario that Glenn... Uh, described uh, in some cases, just having the integrated uh, checkout form on the site instead of uh, sending, uh, what, what was the line from 30 Rock, never follow a hippie to a second location? It's like. <laughs> so yes. a PayPal link to offsite process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. especially now, everyone's so worried <clears throat> about like, where the site is going and they don't like people don't know how to check 
like if it is a real PayPal, like I was just doing with the client, like I, I was like, we need to get your PayPal thing and you're going to get this email from PayPal, whatever. And they got it. And they're like, is this the email? Like, I don't want to click on the email. I was like, I'm literally telling you, you're getting an email. Does it say PayPal.com on the thing that you're clicking on? And they're like, yes. And I was like, and there's no other word in the address. And they're like, yes. I was like, so it's the thing that I just sent you. <laughs> so like, they went like a lot of the end users went from being like completely unaware that there was a possibility of, and just being like, click, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. To like, Oh, everything is dangerous. We can no longer click out of anything. So if the page takes you away and takes you to PayPal, they're like panic, close, close screen. I'm going to get ransomware. It's all over. <laughs> I know you please. <laughs> You know, I, I actually, uh, that, that's kind of refreshing to have someone that's so paranoid that they don't want to click on a, on a link in an email. Like normally I, I've ever, I've only ever had to deal with somebody who's like, I clicked a link in an email and now everything is on fire. Please help me. Well, they've also been my client for a while. So after a while, don't click that. They Like a lot of clients will just send me the emails. They'll just forward them to me and they're like, what's this? And I'm like, spam. Uh, what's this yeah um spam don't click it don't click that just delete it report it <laughs> a lot yeah we 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 force our people to uh to realize that you shouldn't be clicking on links by sending them bad links that tell them hey you clicked on a bad link and it really pisses <laughs> them off but there's a company called no before that you can use that will um you essentially send them bad bad links that go through our firewall go through all of our our you know all that stuff Oh, but it, it's essentially training them to not click on bad on links. They're like, you and when they do, do not. Yeah, when they, <laughs> I get an email that says this person clicked on the link, and I pick up their phone. I pick up my phone. And I call them, and I go, "Did you click on that link?" And they're like, "Yeah, I was gonna get." Oh, uh... that's brilliant. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That's no, before good stuff. I like well, that. Happens to all of us. I think it was five years this month back when I went to the dark side, and I was still on PCs. And I'm sitting there talking to somebody, deleting email. And I wasn't paying attention. I'd open an email, and I lost every Word and every Excel doc in my computer. Oh, that's Wait, not good. Well, I was trying to delete. A targeted Microsoft hack? Evidently. It was some, some type of spam. And I was literally just trying to delete stuff or whatever. And I was talking, and you know how your finger kind of goes across the mouse, and boom, yeah. I opened it, and that's like everything was gone. Someone has a vendetta, like a really specific vendetta. That's like a specific troll. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I only want to take out Microsoft products. That is all. And I that respect I that. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. <laughs> I kind of do too. I was like, well, you know, as long as they're targeting Microsoft. It's yeah. a little dun, 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 another one bites the dust type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what else does this guy do? I uh, One of the things that Jetpack does do, um, and I don't believe it's actually by default unless you actually you know turn the little button on because it has a lot of opt-in stuff, is the image optimization. So tool belt seems to have that as well. What's its deal? How does it do that on your own site? Like as Jetpack taking that again offsite onto WordPress.com servers and doing that there, doing the crunching. So how is tool belt crunching? Where are you seeing image optimization? Well, it says optimization. Is that not what we're talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, no, um, it, that that basically does a lot of things where it like removes the headers for like Windows Windows Live Writer and all like the kind of useless crud that gets added to the the headers. Um, oh, image opti image optimization. optimization. Yeah, image optimization. Uh, it's left to your your own um, thing basically. However, um, 
for the, um, I actually have something that I have been using and loving for that. I just need to dig it back up. I um, have one. It's called uh, Compress JPEG and PNG Images. Like literally the name of the plugin. Wait, I will get the actual name of the plugin. Cause it's like, like I, I put it on my slides um, and I'm like, this is not like a thing that I'm saying that you should do. This is of a plugin and it cracks me up like, like every time. Um, I have to look it up though. See, we're all looking stuff. We're Googling for you. It's called Compressed JPEG that. and PNG Images. That's literally what oh, it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A guy I know, for, he'd it's have the one to for himself. You have to do what? Oh, I said a it's guy that I've known for. Sorry. Well, you're go ahead. I use Image Geotagger. It's a it's a plugin that or uh, some software that a buddy of mine had built. So I think he sells like 15, 20 bucks. It's pretty inexpensive and it seems to work pretty well. You can do um, longitude, latitude. G it'll hook up to the GMB. It's not a bad little software. Oh, that's cool. People, what, what, why do people want to be geotagged in their images on their website more than My, they already are? Um, well, you know, if you can embed all that stuff in the back of it, not just putting it on your site, you can put it on image sharing software. You can put it anywhere you're putting it. Sometimes if it if it goes through, you'll still get some links and some tags back to your site. Interesting. It'll strip it about half the time. Half of them don't strip them. So you're just taking your chance and at least having some images that are optimized with everything on the backside, whether it be your phrases, your geo, your tags, all the stuff like that. The only people who are stripping those photos are people who know what those are. So you're going to get basically like the people who are like skilled at taking photos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll take that stuff off. And the other people you'll just have, you'll just know where all your photos are. That's great. I mean, I think yeah. that's good. Yeah. I, I did speak about on page optimization at Orlando about a little over a year ago. And that was one thing I told or spoke about. You see all these algorithms about alt text and content and stuff like that. Have we ever heard of one algorithm Google's ever put out about an alt tag? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like for like a penalty for... to penalize something. Oh, to penalize, not for penalization. Although lately I've been yelling at people more because for accessibility purposes that they shouldn't just be using the alt tag as a keyword repository, which is like what you see a lot. Again, yeah. because people tend to slowly catch up. And now that people are like, oh, wait, alt tags, keywords. That's a thing. And then they just like, you know, still think that keyword stuffing is like a thing. So they're just like, blah, 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 blah. And that must, I feel, I feel, feel pretty bad for people who use screen readers sometimes. Like, not like, I mean, that sounded weird probably, but I just mean because this, like, it's so terrible. Did you guys see that? I tweeted a little bit ago that was saying, like, if you use the letters on Twitter for like the fancy letters, which are actually math letters. Yeah. What it sounds like read out is is like math number four seven two like it's like really oh, man. instead of like you know the cutesy little letters uh huh yeah so, so uh, using things for the wrong thing and I, I, ruined with that I, I appreciate the delay uh, that you guys the <laughs> little tangent you. Covered. <laughs> yeah yeah thanks thanks for covering um i uh found the repository on github i'll make sure jason will make sure it gets in the show notes um there is uh, an image optimized command uh that can be run with wpcli um that i have really been loving lately um so basically um you install this as a plugin if you are uh one of those people who is is you know, loves using WPCLI. Um, effectively, you can set up batches of images to be optimized. Um, and um, what I've done 
in some cases is set up a cron job that will um, it basically <laughs> Sage just starts laughing. Laugh. Sorry, cron job just makes me laugh every single time. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's 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 kind of a ridiculous thing. Once you start talking about the command line and cron jobs, I'm sure like three quarters of the audience. We're gonna awk your grep. Don't worry about it. And then we'll yeah. cut your mores. <laughs> Terrible. Um, however, um, what this does is you can tell it like process a batch of a uh, thousand or five thousand or even just a hundred images, and it will grab a hundred images from, and it, it basically tags if the image has been optimized or not, uh, and will slowly but surely run through your library uh, and do like on-server optimization of your images um, that are um, pretty good. Uh, they're actually uh, a lot tighter than a lot of the um, like plugins out there. You're not uh, depending on a third-party service or anything like that. So if you're kind of a, a DIYer, um, it's it's definitely something uh, that I've been running uh, for clients and customers and things like that. And um, they're happy with the results. They don't even notice that their yeah, images have been. Yeah, they, they don't notice it's happening. They don't know that things have been uh, compressed. And uh, if the the cron tab runs and there's no new images to be processed, it doesn't just like sit there and wait and wait and wait. It goes, okay, nothing new and moving on. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. And one it's thing to really note nice. about those is you can't use these on most managed hosting companies. They just won't let you use it. So like in the docs here, it says Kinsta and WP Engine. It's like, no, no. <laughs> but other places <laughs> may, you know, your mileage, your mileage may vary. Well, solutions for that. So that's why, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Roll out. And, and WP Engine, they have SSH access. But from what I understand, it's it's a little locked down. Uh, I know that on Liquid Web you can install it. Uh, we have all the um, the binaries like ready to go, uh, and so basically, like once the WPCLI command is issued, it'll run everything else. You can install it as a plugin and run it. Um, well, there are sense for an e-commerce site anyway, because they're the ones who are going to have all of those images that would need that kind of processing. I missed the first part of what you said. I'm just saying it makes sense to for something like oh. you know, for the for the e-commerce, yeah. like yeah. those are the folks who are going to continually have images that need to be compressed or you know optimized continually on an ongoing basis, as opposed to like you know your typical business site, which probably doesn't need that heavy of a of an image optimization solution. Absolutely. Yeah. But with that, and with your question about alt tags, you know, the screen reader is going to read the, read the alt tag and the alt description. It doesn't read the advanced alt tag or the advanced alt description that you can do on page on your image on WordPress. And so by using the advanced ones, I've had times working with like attorneys that love seeing their faces on the, Google to start doing a lot of advanced alt tags with their phrases on there and, the, and that part of it. And then when the carousel shows up, their images pop in. So, so what do you use to activate advanced alt tabs? That's not... That's when you're on when you're when you're on WordPress and you actually actually install the image on there and you click on it, you have that little toolbar that pop up on the top with the three dots and the pencil. You click on that and that's where you can get to the advanced alt tag. As opposed uh, okay. To alt tag. I love that you just described that with three dots and a pencil. That is like. Well, <laughs> it, uh, sorry, I deal with so I mean, many no, neophytes. Totally. Like, go over here. No, I how do I get into my Google account? I just love that. <laughs> this is like the language that we have, right? Like there's mm -hmm. language for this stuff. And you're just like, click on the three dots. Like this is like, 
I had that in my talk last week. Like I'm like, you know, just click on these three dots to look at your, your theme and, you know, do try and customize or whatever. And like, just click on the three dots. Like that just seems like such a weird, like we don't have a term for that. Like this is, it's weird. I don't know. Word, web language is weird. But, <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> so uh, I have a question or a little bit of a, it's not really a question so much, but just kind of something that is a little bit frustrating to me, at least for people who, for users or those end users again, who are wanting to use something like tool belt, every time you click on one of their features um, for like more information, it sends you to GitHub, which is like instant terror for anyone who's, you know, an end user. And um, I just, I don't know if that's the best marketing strategy on their, on their half. They should probably use anchor tags. <laughs> and scroll down and be able to like see. I don't know if you can use anchor tags on plugin. Um, on the plugin, well, Bridget Bridget will tell you that uh, that most developers are not very good at doing their own marketing, and they're very much so not good at writing any uh, any text that relates to stuff that the uh, the humans need to be able to to read. All the muggles will need to be able to read and figure out. So, if yeah, you're not the wizarding, if you're not the wizarding type, and then it makes it a little bit difficult to. Um, understand what it is that they're doing. So, yeah. I mean, well, they're they're updating it. everyone shouldn't be afraid of losing their jobs ever, even for plugins that like kind of do it for them type stuff with this. It's like, because if you click to try to see what a cookie banner is, it literally takes you to their GitHub and you're like, well, you just lost, you know, all those people. Yeah. So, that's not. But don't you see this in the open source community that they use GitHub as such a repository for all their stuff? Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. Yeah, so you have the whole mentality. They think this is the only place we're at. Mm -hmm. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's not it's definitely not user friendly. I mean, devs love it. That's where they want to be. I mean, I get that, but um, you know, bridging the gap here, people. Like this is this is <laughs> the part where people start thinking that WordPress is too complicated, or you need a developer to use WordPress because people, you know, you're going through here, and all of a sudden your plugins are like linking to, you know, GitHub repositories. And then people are like, what the hell? I can't do this. It's too complex. <laughs> Even if you install this plugin, it's going to be like, you know, basic interface. But just because they don't have an explanation, like it should at least link just, you know, to a web page with like a basic explanation. Like this is, you know, well, like they you should, you should update their information and do a pull request and then, and then get it updated on their website. <laughs> On their GitHub site. Yeah, no, I'm not updating their GitHub. I would be like, let's make you just a little basic website with this. Right here, let's let's use Wix real quick. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> and with that, that's it. 30 minute mark. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Go over to our website at daypoowatercooler.com where you can learn how you can subscribe to um, our shows over there. Go check a take a look at that. See, I'm always on the top, so I can just like here you go, right here. Um, also, we're we're an audio podcast, so if you want to listen to us in audio, we're we're on all the things. So feel free to go uh, check a look at that too. Talk leave, to you all later. You have a good one. Leave us a star. Leave us a star. Or, leave or us a review. Whatever. It's cool. Bye. Bye.